everyone, and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. My name is Zach Webb, and with me, as always, is Marshall Brook. Greetings. We're back at it again. We we we're we're coming in here hot. It's funny because they to them there wasn't a gap. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't recorded in a minute, but to them there wasn't a gap. Oh yeah, for them, you know, I, this is just hot <laughs> off the presses. Yeah. You know, there is no gap for them. Yeah, I got I got really sick. Is kind of what happened there. Like, yeah, not, not not that's not the only thing that happened, but that that didn't help. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, Marshall, uh, uh, and when you were sick, yeah, uh, did you have any good sick ideas? I feel like sometimes oh. I get some good sick ideas where I go, man, this is sick as shit. <laughs> well, I did. Uh, I did completely change the story I was going to tell tonight on the show. Yeah, uh, oh, I good. came up with that when I was still like heavily uh, foggy in the brain department. Right. Yeah. Um, man, I don't think I had many good sick ideas, but mostly just because I was so sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was one of those things where it was like I would I would try and watch YouTube and I would be too tired for YouTube. Oh yeah, that's bad. Um I would try and like listen to music and I would be like too tired to listen to music. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would just be like like my option was like lay there. But I did uh have a, an idea that I still need to go through with. So I guess it was a sick idea. Uh, mm. I need to change my sheet still. So that's kind of gross. Yeah, that's pretty so, gross. Uh, that's that's a good idea though. I should do that one. Yeah, you should you should do that like Tonight, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, Marshall, uh, uh, today's episode, unsolved mysteries. Uh, uh-huh. I got a quick question for you. Yeah, if you were to solve an unsolved mystery, who do you hire? Uh, like a like a Scooby Doo, like okay. a Harley Boys, like a Nancy Drew. Who who you Harley got? Boys? Harley Boys, yeah. It's you, the Hardy. The, the Harley Boys are way cooler. The Harley Boys beat up the Hardy Boys. They yeah. ride up on their motorcycles and start punching them. Well, um. this is one of those Berenstein Bears, <laughs> Berenstain Bears situations. I grew up reading the Harley Boys, and they were yeah, yeah. They would solve crimes with their sick ass motorcycles. They would wear a bunch of leather. And then they beat up any sort of suspect or any person they're interrogating. I like the one where they get enough money solving crime to get those really tall handlebars oh, on their bikes. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> um, this is so great when you're high on meth. <laughs> who would I hire to help me solve an unsolved mystery? Um, I, I think uh, uh, the guy from the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> the the person Tom Hanks plays? Yeah, the guy, the guy who, like, reads the Bible and just like, oh, wait, the math. Yeah. yeah you know, it's, I think I think that guy. <laughs> you know, for a book with a shitload of numbers, it's amazing that someone else didn't go, hey, I should do math with this first, you know? I think the other guy in the movie is indicative of, of the normal Christians, the guy who just, like, whips himself and hangs yeah. out in a cave or whatever. The albino guy. Yeah, I haven't, yeah. man, I haven't seen that movie, in, like, since it came out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think I ever saw that movie. I saw it, like, when it came out on DVD. Uh, my mom rented it from Blockbuster. Yeah. Um, and my dad didn't want to watch it, so I watched it with my mom. Oh, yeah. Um, and I remember being like, this is a weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, because my parents would never watch that movie. Like, my mom specifically. Like, my dad, I don't think he, like, really gives a shit about it. Uh, but my mom was be like, oh, hell no, I'm not watching that, you know, like, uh-huh. <laughs> sacrilegious shit. Uh, yeah. I think around the time that that movie came out, I wasn't reading books. And so why would I watch a movie based off a book? That's like most movies, though, Zach. 
Yeah. And you watch a lot of movies. I know. I watch a lot of movies now. But back then, I was like, oh, no, I ain't watching this fucking thing. <laughs> You're telling me wor- this came from words in a book? <laughs> I'm going to watch Roly Polioli. No books in that shit. Yeah. Oh, the novelization of fucking Scooby-Doo? <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, Bear in the Big Blue House? Yeah. <laughs> the novel? Yeah. Where there's like a three chapters just on the moon. They uh, uh, it's written it's written in like a very like Steinbeck way, where the first half of the book is just describing the house. Yeah, and then the second half of the book is like like I say Steinbeck, like East of Eden particularly. Yeah, uh, but the first half of the book they're just describing the big blue house and the setting around it, and then the last six hundred pages are actually about the bear doing something. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how'd that bear get in that house? You know, you ever think about that? That's a capitalism, that's a, bro. That's an unsolved mystery right there, man. <laughs> Call the Da Vinci Code guy. Yeah, fucking Jesus Christ, you're telling me. No, the other Da Vinci Code guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, as you guys have guessed, this is a uh, music and comedy podcast. Uh, each week, Marshall and I take a select theme, and we cater a playlist of music based around that theme. This week's theme is Unsolved Mysteries, and uh, we're looking forward to it. But before we get uh, all the way into it, we're going to uh, uh, jump into a segment we never forget, one that is li- literally just uh, within our blood. Uh, it is uh, in every fiber of our being. It-, it fuels us for the rest of this podcast, and that is Beer of the Day. Mmm, the daily brew. The daily brew for me and you. Oh, that's what we say. That's what we say every single fucking time. Every week. Every week. (laughs) Yep. Wow. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Thank you, Marshall, for playing this theme song right there. That's, uh, appreciate it. Uh, but Marshall, what are you, what are you drinking over there? Well, I got me a big yellow can of Pacifico. Pacifico. Oh, Pacifico Cerveza Clara. Ah. I think a clara, that means like clear, so I think it just means like light-ass beer. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I would love to sell something called light-ass beer. Light? Where's the Where's the hyphen? Is it light-ass Is it light ass beer or is it light-ass beer? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want the first one. I want the first one. <laughs> That's what we're going jug, with. Butt chug, Yeah. <laughs> it's beef for yays. Oh, man. What are you drinking? Well, uh, Marshall, I am drinking this uh, delicious uh, Victoria. Uh, I believe it's made by the... Uh, 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 oh, it's made in Mexico. Uh, I haven't met a whole lot of Victorias from Mexico myself. Uh, uh, most of the ones I've met. Yeah? Yeah, Victoria. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't recognize it without the accent. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's a delicious, <laughs> delicious beer. It's uh, good. I, I I can't wait to try one uh, later. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's fucking uh, tasty as fuck. I, I I will say this one gets the Zach Webb seal of approval. Er er er. Fuck! I thought I killed that thing. <laughs> You ever have like one of those subscriptions yeah. that like you forgot to cancel, but it turns out it's like a live animal in I your house? I killed this seal. I guess I got to give it more beer. <laughs> <laughs> We have we have weird ways of dealing with our issues here, and uh, we mostly just throw beer on them. Yeah, our house is very sticky. Yeah, whether it's a, a seal or a broken tile or our depression, we just throw a lot of beer on top of it. And uh, you know, at some point, it's 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 gonna set up and uh, 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 kill us. Well, the nice thing about using that is just like a general tool. 
Yeah. Um, is that you can't see most of the problems like in your house. Like like you know, like you said you mentioned the broken tile that we had on the stairs. Yeah. Um, but now notice I said had. Because the tile's fixed, and we yeah. can't tell that the tile's broken anymore. Because the beer made it a little sticky, so it stuck back where it was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And now there's just ants everywhere. Yeah. Um, and you can't see the tile through the ants. Yeah. I feel like I should uh, send this to like an AA. <laughs> and be like, huh? Huh? That fixed something, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> Not completely useless. <laughs> That's you think you think that Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> Alcoholics you think, what? You think that Alcoholics Anonymous is like a temperance organization? Like yeah. they're not they're not like a we're we're helping people quit alcohol. They're like a They're anti yeah. You they're, think they they're like lobbying? Are they? Yeah, no, Do they? Okay. <laughs> now you got me thinking that maybe they're a temperance group. I don't know. Yeah, they're always they're always is, trying to get Al Capone and Nucky Thompson and is, uh, is Alcoholics Anonymous <laughs> Is, Al- is AA run by a bunch of, like, 1920s women from the Depression era? Yeah. Just a bunch of Quakers and Quackers and Crackers. Um, they gotta eat. They gotta eat. And they... <laughs> I'm not... Yeah. <sighs> I, can't say, I can't say anonymous right now. Like, I can't... <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. You know, if I ever do go to AA, I'm playing this episode, though. That's for sure. (laughs) I do a podcast. (laughs) It's really hard for me to quit drinking because every episode we drink. (laughs) (laughs) So technically, it's my job. It's like I'm an irresponsible bartender, but cooler. Yeah, I'm irresponsible because I'm ear drunk, baby. Hey, put it on a t-shirt. All right, <laughs> let's get into our first segment, Marshall. Let's just stop beating around this dead dead bush that we have not watered in the last three weeks. And let's let's Woo! get into our first segment. And uh, Marshall, I prepared something for you. It's um, I'm going to give you a list of uh, uh, movies and television shows. Okay. And you're going to have to tell me. If the host from Unsolved Mysteries, Robert Stack, or uh, the host of Unsolved Mysteries, Dennis Farina, mm-hmm. was in this project. All right? Sound easy enough? So either yeah, you say yeah. Stack, Stack or Farina. Stack or Farina. Yeah, you're already unnatural. You're gonna, boom, boom, boom. You're gonna... are, are you going to uh, read it kind of with the inflections that they use? Because they do, they do talk differently, the two, they do. The two guys. And, and, and no, I won't, because that's just going <laughs> to give it away. That's yeah. I should yeah yeah. That, that makes sense, game master. <laughs> Tis I, the game master. Uh, All right. Stack. <laughs> yeah. No. That was... All right. Negative points for you for. <laughs> All right. Uh, the movie Stealing Harvard. Stealing Harvard. I've never even heard of this movie. It's a movie um, with uh, uh, Jason Lee and uh, Tom Green. Tom Green. Yeah. Okay. Premise okay. of the movie is uh, Jason Lee promises his niece that if she gets into Harvard, he's gonna pay for it after she like fucks up at a spelling bee, and then she actually gets into Harvard years later. Oh, so it's like Scott's Tots. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, it's, it's Scott's Tots before the Office. Yeah. It's Scott's Tots, but an hour and a half long. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and Tom Green's in it, so it feels like three. Uh, based on that, I'm gonna say uh, a stat. Ah, uh, sorry, buddy. That is uh, uh, Dennis Farina. Yeah. 
Not doing so hot on the first one. Let's see the second one. What about uh, Airplane? Airplane? Oh. Ooh. Okay, this one I'm familiar with. I can't... Oh, oh, that's Stack. That's Stack. I remember... Uh, uh, is he in the control room in, yeah. the, in the airport? Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I remember. So. Yeah. I remember seeing him in there. <laughs> well, it was funny because I watched some Unsolved Mysteries today, and I yeah. literally... I, I, the only episodes I watched were Stack episodes. Yeah, because um, they're the best and yeah. the oldest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was funny because I literally have like the picture in my head of him in like the foyer being like like tonight you can help us solve a mystery um, but he does that like turn around in like a foyer or foyer or whatever yeah um and and i pictured him and then i was like no he's in the control room <laughs> i've seen that man in an airport i've seen that man somewhere uh, yeah i can't remember is he if he's in the control room or one of the pilots but i think it's the control room is um, he one of the pilots is i he- don't know Let's move on. Kareem (laughs) Abdul-Jabbar. Yes. It was back in the early days of CGI, and they couldn't get Kareem in there. And so they just put a bunch of plastic balls on Robert Stack. I didn't understand what you meant at first, and then I just remembered motion capture. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, Marshall. uh, Who is in the TV show uh, But Ugly Martians? Oh, that's one I'm familiar with, but I never saw. But Ugly Martians. Yeah, the Nickelodeon Man. show. Um, I'm going to say that that's F- Farino. No, that, unfortunately, that is ah, Robert Stack Unfortunately. As well. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a weird one to see in there, because I was like, I kind of got a flashback. I was like, man, I haven't thought about this show in like, the yeah, last, I'm- like... I remember the name. I literally don't even remember the show. I'm trying to think of what it was. Yeah, it was like um, it was like three butt ugly Martians, uh, and they were just doing science shit. Ah, yeah, yeah. does not ring a bell. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Here's one. Um. Uh. Basketball. Oh, basketball. Real big fishes in that. We talked about that last episode. Yeah. Uh. Or the one before that. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. We've talked about basketball before. Uh, we uh, talked about it in Alcoholics and um, Bombedness. Yeah. Yeah, they don't like us there. No. <laughs> and we're recording this there right now. Hey, Chuck. Um, <laughs> it's my turn, Chuck. <laughs> um, uh, basketball. Farino. Uh, that is Robert Stack. There's a segment in the movie where they do an unsolved mystery, and they have Robert Stack in it. I've only watched that movie one time. Thought <laughs> 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 you had more there. You're just uh, ramming up. If I'd up seen the... it more than once, maybe I'd have more to say about sure, it. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it a couple of times on IFC when I was like in high school. Uh, all right. Um, uh, <laughs> Doc McStuffins. It's a TV show for kids. Oh, okay. Doc McStuffins. Did he play the doc? I'm not sure. Okay. That's that's fair. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to get too deep in Doc McStuffins lore, well, or said, else that's the rest of the episode. I've said Farino yeah. sequentially a couple of times and gotten it wrong, so I feel like this has to be the pivot. This is sure, to be the one yeah. that makes it not all C. So I'm going to say Farino. Is that a Farigo? That's a Farina. And yeah, that's right. <laughs> Farina. Okay. Good. Hey, I've gotten I've gotten one two right. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh all right. Um Snatch. Snatch. Will Farrell. <laughs> 
I don't think all that brain fog left from you being no, no. sick. Because that's not that's uh, that's Chevy Chase. What is Snatch? Is You're that thinking no? no of I'm Fletch. thinking Fletch. I was thinking of Fletch. I was thinking of Fletch. Yeah. Snatch uh, is the uh, the fucking um, ah fuck. Brad Pitt, Jason Statham, uh, fucking oh, uh, Guy Ritchie fuck. movie. Fuck yeah, we talked about that one during the Jason Statham episode. Not like about it in depth, but that it exists. Um, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say that that one is uh 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 Farina. Yeah, correct. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Manhunter. Oh, the 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 Netflix show? Or, no, no, it wasn't the Michael Mann movie with uh, ah. uh, 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 pretty much based off of Red Dragon. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm familiar. Um, great movie. I I I I'm, I I just said Farina wrong a second ago, and I'm not trying to say Farina. I'm trying to say the other name, but I keep saying Stap, like <laughs> the guy from from Creed. Yeah. Um, and I know that that's wrong. He's in it too. <laughs> 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 With my arms wide open, I'm a man hunter. Um, um, it's not. I, I was asking you what the guy's name was that wasn't Stap, because that's my guess. It's Robert Stack. Stack. Thank you. Yeah. yeah uh, no. It's it's it's. <laughs> It's Farina, gotcha, cool. <laughs> All right, buddy, last one here. <laughs> Bring us on home. Uh, it's uh, Caddyshack 2. Caddyshack 2? Can you tell me what year that was made? Uh, it's pretty soon after uh, Caddyshack 1. Stack. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I had been working, I think, more based on years, I could have done better across that whole game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much most of the newer stuff would have been Farina, probably. Part of me thought, like, I was like, ah, Marshall's seen some of these. He might he might get some of these, right? And then, uh, uh, and then that happened. I, I watch a lot of media. I consume a lot of media. And most of it, I guess, just, just in one ear out the other. <laughs> like... <laughs> I like to think I'm a pretty like like uh, well learned individual. I've oh, you read, are. I've read a, a series of books. Yeah. Um, I've 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 consumed documentaries, and now I'm like, did any of it stick? Yeah. Well, Marshall, I don't think anybody who uh, you know actually has like great things going on in their life is really gonna give you shit about not knowing about Caddyshack <laughs> Two and Butt Ugly Martians. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it, it was just kind of buck wild that I got Fletch and Snatch mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's that crossover? <laughs> well, Marshall, I think it's about time we pull into the, the station of the main segment of our show. And if you could do me a dope, solid favor, because you're my dude, you're my co-host, you're, my, you're, you're, you're feeling good and fine and not sick anymore... <laughs> And I uh, can totally say anonymous on a dime. Uh, uh, if you can tell our listeners uh, how we do this part of the show every single week. <clears throat> this program is about unsolved mysteries. Whenever possible, the actual family members and police officials have participated in recreating the events. What you are about to hear is not a news broadcast. Uh, so this week, as every week, Zach and I are going to go over a couple of unsolved mysteries uh, from across uh, the country or the world. Um, we could use your help. Uh, if you know anything, 
give us an email, eardrunk at gmail.com, yes. and we will reach out to the FBI. So uh, in preparation for this week, I have created a five-song playlist because, like, who wants to hear an unsolved mystery that's just, like, bland and dry and boring? Yeah. You know what I mean? Make it sexy. Why do you think we have higher ratings than the TV show? Yeah. We, we do it the same way every week. That's why. They do different mysteries every week. What the fuck's that's going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Solve it. Consistency, y'all. Consistency. <laughs> Could you imagine if they just kept showing the same, the same episode, episode until it got solved? <laughs> Oh, uh, so then Zach also made a playlist. <laughs> He's also going to tell us about a mystery. And all of this is going to be available on Tubi. <laughs> um, I guess I'll just dive in after that. Hell yeah, bro. It's Tubi. Uh, my first song is The Dexter Main Theme by Rolfie Kent. <laughs> Dexter is a show I have like so many mixed feelings about. Yeah, uh, the 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 first couple of seasons were dope. Yeah, then there was the bad one, and then there was another good one, and then the rest of them were just bad. Yep. Um. Ugh. But uh, when before it went off the rails, I thought it was such a good show, though. Oh, me too. <laughs> I uh, for me that was like the 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 defining show that I told myself, you know, it's okay if I feel bad about a show and just to jump off rather than yeah. actually sticking through. You're allowed the, to leave. Yeah, you're yeah. allowed to leave. You're allowed to jump ship at any point on See, any like, sort of show. I want to say that that was lost for me, except that I watched Dexter after Lost. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I finished all of Dexter, and at the end of it, I was just like, oh, no, why? <laughs> uh, well, it's like, so in my book, though, it's like despite my mixed feelings on the show, um, yeah. the theme song does a really good job of, like, conveying some certain things. Definitely. Um, I like, like, it's something about, like, the strings, the way that, like, the vibe that it gives off. It's, like, it's very apprehensive. It's very kind of creepy, but it's not, like, threatening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, which is, I guess, like, you know, like the character Dexter. He, he That's his whole thing, I guess. Right. Well, also, I, I feel like the, uh, the sort of, like, uh, percussion of it kind mm-hmm. of has like I, I it sounds like bongos and other things that are kind of indicative of the setting of Dexter right you know like because it takes place in Florida where there's a lot of Latin music and mm-hmm. things like that you know kind of fits the vibe of what you're about to watch uh, aesthetically right and I, I loved um, how the whole song to me it sounds very like curious 
Like it, yes. it, it sounds like you're working on figuring something out. Right. You know? Yeah. It's the um, uh, that like weird sort of harpsichord sound that kind of mm. sounds like you're putting a puzzled piece together. Yeah. There. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Puzzle yeah. together. Yeah. It's it's that exact like plucky string sound. Um, I like the bass a lot with it because it like the bass is like almost walking, but it's not. Yeah. Um, it's just it just doesn't taking a really, stroll. Exactly. <laughs> it does a really good job of just being like, let's see what we got going on here. Great, uh, great go into when you're trying to solve a mystery that's unsolved. Yeah. Uh, so Rolf Kent, the guy who made this, mm-hmm. um, he has a bunch of like different scores to his name when I checked oh, nice. out his Spotify. Yeah. Um, and, and there was one. Uh, uh, well, I'll admit the only other score I listened to was for a movie called Rock Dog. Oh, Rock Dog. Okay. You know of Rock Dog? I've seen the thumbnail of Rock Dog. <laughs> the thumbnail of Rock Dog's why I clicked on it. It just yeah. it looks like a, a what's the one where the dogs are cops? Paw Patrol. It looks yeah. like it looks similar to that, I guess. Yeah. It's one of those things like sometimes I'll scroll past uh something and not actually watch it but just say it out loud, you know. Rock Dog's one of those. Yeah, Rock Dog. <laughs> uh, but he's got a song on that one uh called Bodie Finds the Fire. Oh shit! Um, and it's not necessarily a song I'd ever put on to jam out, but I think it's a song I'd put on while I was like running errands to make my errands feel like very impactful. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Add some spice to your day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It gives a lot of like significance and purpose to what's going on. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so the Dexter main theme is playing. Yeah. Tonight on Unsolved Mysteries. A law enforcement member has been killed. As the local police department begins to dig, they realize there's more to this murder than meets the eye. It was a normal walk home for eight-year-old Jimmy Jam until something (laughs) terrible happened. (laughs) As the family reeled, they were able to find solace in a song written for them by family friend Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) Oh, shit. The boss? Johnny Jett began his life of crime at six years old. Now he's considered the best cat burglar in the country and has relieved his wealthy victims of over $30 million. Damn. Beware of the Midnight Snack Bandit. Join me for these intriguing stories and more. Tonight, you might be able to help solve a mystery. Uh, I I always love when he says that, you know, because I'm just eating a bag of chips (laughs) and it's like... 40 years from when this happened and I'm, I'm just like yeah man I got you I'm doing illegal drugs while listening <laughs> to it <laughs> yeah man I got him I'm gonna do it I got him I'm gonna figure this shit out that was a that was a, a pretty decent bong sound for oh, me. Yeah, 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 that yeah. was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this brings us to the next song in my playlist yeah Murder in My Mind by Cord Hell. Man, I love that. Man, Zach, 
Thank you so much for showing me Funk. <laughs> I love this shit, dude. Yeah, no, <laughs> Funk is dope. It's, it's so dope. It's so hype. It's, it makes me want to, but never actually will put li- under lights on my car. Right? <laughs> and like a spoiler. It's like, I don't go out often, but for the past couple of months when I have been going out, it's like I've been listening to Funk and music like this to just get me fucking hyped before yeah. I'm out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Walking into a TG Max like you're gonna fucking <laughs> pull a heist. <laughs> um, I love how like heavily electronic the beat in this song is. Mm-hmm. It pairs so well with like at the start. There's like those kind of like quickly wrapped words, but those words are like super low in the mix. Yeah. Um, and so it's like almost another rhythmic element having those words in there. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just really fucking cool. This song's hype as hell. I loved it. The part where you went, oh, I like this. Yeah, the uh, chorus. The, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like on that part. There's like not even like words. It's just like. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there's there's like this there's a sample in there that kind of sounds like I, I, what I would call like sort of like desert like vocals, you know, yeah. like like that sort of thing that you hear in like movies or something where it's like the desert chase and it's yeah. just like a woman just like ah. and then uh, and then he just goes murder in my mind. Yeah, <laughs> I love how distorted and uh, compressed the like the the bases, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. it kind of adding that modulation just like makes it feel more electronic and like sort of like rough in a way you know yeah. it's, it's a yeah. it's a beat that goes very hard and it sounds like oh i'm blowing out my speakers even listening to it on a low volume sounds like i'm listening to it at the you highest need to volume. listen to it on like the mad max fury road semi truck yeah with yeah. The, the speakers on it that's like the appropriate way to listen to it but because you're never gonna have that setup it's always gonna sound like this yeah. <laughs> right which is dope like yeah. it sounds dope but it's just like it's just like you want to pump it you want to crank it yeah i, I want to see that dude in mad <laughs> Max Fury Road who was playing guitar but instead he just has like two turntables and he's still like fucking flying around and doing his shit <laughs> yeah no, yeah I think yeah. about that guy every day when every, I wake up every day when you wake when that's what goes through your head when you wake no wonder you hate your job yeah because <laughs> I realize what I could be doing with my life man we got to get you some bungee cords yeah and like a onesie <laughs> So, uh, Cord Hell is um, a DJ from the UK, but he currently stays in California. Nice. Um, and they're one of those guys in EDM where they've like maintained their anonymity and they wear a helmet. Oh, cool. Um, but like with this kind of music, it feels very like cool and mysterious to do that. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. Like it's just very fitting, like with like the kind of music because the music feels kind of dark. You know, he does yeah. have like an album that's like I would say is more death rap. He has like a featured artist on it who's like screaming on all the tracks and stuff cool. like that. So yeah. it's like it's like the music definitely has like a dark tinge to it. And yeah. like having the helmet and not knowing who this person is adds like an element of like mystique. You know yeah. what I mean? They have a new song that actually dropped yesterday uh, on. September 1st, um, and it's called Shoot to Kill, Um, and that song also dope. I would definitely check that one out um, if you like this. Uh, This guy is not like a small DJ. Yeah. Um, uh, He's got like 13 million monthly. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, Yeah, Yeah. so he's like like doing well, um, but it's it's super killer music. I'm super into funk. Um, Like I said, I've got a few of their songs like kind of in my rotation for like my I'm going out music. Hell yeah. Dexter Morgan was a veteran member of the Miami Police Forensics Unit. August 19th, 2017, he was last seen leaving work to go buy a ton of plastic. (laughs) 
Not suspicious. The following morning, after not coming into work, some officers went by his house for a welfare check and found the door ajar. Inside was Dexter Morgan. I know. Or what was left of him. Oh, dear. He had been exploded with dynamite. Oh, fuck. I forgot I wrote that. <laughs> you think you think a neighbor <laughs> would have heard something and reported it? He lives in like an apartment. <laughs> I get it. It's Florida, and they got a lot going on. But like, damn, dude! Like, <laughs> in the middle of the living room is one of those boxes with the big lever in it oh, uh, no. that they use to like light the fuse for dynamite at like mines. Yeah, is acne written on it? <laughs> and uh, yes, um, <laughs> and the plunger is depressed. So oh, like, very no, clearly, yeah. that's how he blew him up. Yeah, uh, Detective Jones was on the scene in minutes. Ah. I was hoping it would be, uh, uh, what's his name? Fucking, uh, 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 Dokes. Dokes. Yeah, yeah, Dokes is dead, unfortunately. Otherwise, it would have been. Oh, so this is later seasons also, of Dexter. Also, well, he's dead, yes. Also, I, I would not have been comfortable doing a Dokes impression. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> I have never trusted that guy. <laughs> Morgan, you're creepy as shit. <laughs> we did it. We got it. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. In Miami, yeah, I mean, we see stabbings. And we see shootings. And we see hangings and gang violence. And yeah, yeah, we do get our fair share of road rage and... You know, there are, sure, 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 there's some tweaker killers out here. and We got meth you know, gators. And we got meth gators and pill mills and Paul Malls. But we don't have but Paul I, Wall. <laughs> He's from Houston. But I've never seen no one explode until that day. Oh. And one of our own, nonetheless. You never forget your first explosion. That night, or that morning, <laughs> the detectives and forensics teams got uh, right to work. But they were a member short of their crew. <laughs> oh, no. And that brings me to our next song. I don't want to see a cop sad. <laughs> Fascist. Um, <laughs> that brings me to my next song, Mystery by Meatwave. Dope name. Wave is a punk band from Chicago. That's their whole bio. <laughs> um, I found these guys like probably two or three months back when I was looking for songs for another playlist. 
Um, and I really dig their vibe. I have like three or four of their songs just like saved, and I've been waiting for an excuse to use them. Yeah. Um, they're just like good punk, not like hardcore punk, not like pop punk, just kind of like like almost like a post punk, I guess, but not new, very new wavy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> not like new wavy post punk, but they're they're cool, man. Um, it's like when you when they get to the chorus. And he's just, like, singing, like, you don't care about it, like, on repeat. And they're just doing, like, palm-muted fucking power chord uh, eighth yeah. notes. Da, 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 da. You know? It's just like, yeah, no, this is, this is punk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Music like this really makes me want to get up and move. Like, it's, it's one of those things, like, I go to a decent amount of shows. Yeah. Um, and I'm 30. And I spend a lot of time at the shows, not in the pit. But bands like this are like the exact pit I want to be in. Yeah. Uh, it's high energy. The pit's going to be fun, but it's not aggressive enough that I'm worried about it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> everybody there is probably also 30. <laughs> yeah. Everyone there has work in the morning. Uh, uh, everyone there's probably a bit over 30. I'm kind of a baby. <laughs> God, these baby 30-year-olds. <laughs> what do you know? Um, these guys have like a bunch of albums out. Hell yeah! Um, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna name drop a couple of the songs that I have saved that I would uh, that 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 I, I have in my mix. You've probably heard some of these, honestly, just maybe yeah. how I have them saved. Uh, but there's one called 15 Years. That one's real solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one I really like is called Keep Smoking. Nice. nice. <laughs> and these guys are at like 47k monthly, so they're doing pretty well for themselves. They're, Fuck doing, yeah. they're doing good, you know. Yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, definitely check them out. I'm Meat definitely wave. checking them out. Yeah. Meat wave. Despite the use of high explosives, or perhaps due to their use, the police were unable to find basic clues like fingerprints or hairs on the scene. The detectives decided it would be prudent to perform a full shakedown of Dexter's home to see if any evidence could be found. Well, that's when everything in this investigation changed. It was uh, in one of Mr. Morgan's air vents we found a whole box full of microscope slides. Oh. On each slide, a large drop of blood. Oh. Naturally, we sent these to the lab for testing. Each one, well, it came back with a DNA match for a killer that we'd been unable to convict. Uh. Yup, that was when we realized Dexter Morgan, our boy, he'd been a killer killer. You've been a killer, killer. Which meant that on our hands, we had a killer, killer, killer. <laughs> Was that, is that killer cubed? <laughs> yeah, yeah. K3. Yeah, K3. <laughs> Which is one up from K2. <laughs> Get ready for it, folks. Which brings me to my next song, Killer, Killer, Killer by Gravedigger. Nice. <laughs> understand how i'm standing still but yet i'm rolling baby <laughs> why'd you do ecstasy before we recorded zach because i wanted to get loose because <laughs> this pop filter feels so good 
Is this good in your ears? It sounds like you're touching your pop filter. <laughs> um, I got really lucky. When yeah. you when when there's a specific song title that you really want, you know what I mean, and oh, you sure. look it up, and 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 the the, the options are limited. Yeah. Uh, uh, sometimes you have to kind of pivot, or 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 you pick a song that like, um, even if like the tone of it and the vibe of it really matches the description, maybe it's not your favorite song. Yeah. This one was pretty fucking cool for yeah. being the only song called Killer 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 on Spotify. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was like when I saw I, I scrolled so long to get to one that said Killer three times. I typed Killer 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 yeah and i had to scroll so far to get to one that actually said it three times there was yeah. one that was like killer killer murderer murderer and i was like <laughs> no but he's the killer 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 yeah. um <laughs> he's the guy who kills guys that kills guys that kill guys um, <laughs> yeah. so anyways i got lucky um but i liked this one because it does something that we've talked about in other songs where if you try to listen to any of the individual pieces it's very disjointed it sounds yeah. like a puzzle that doesn't quite fit together sure but then when you like take a step back and you just listen to it as a whole um it's got a lot of real like those elements do fit together and it's pretty fucking cool mm-hmm. um there's a couple of spots in the song that are like specifically very disjointed uh yeah. specifically very much like like it'll It'll just, like, drop all the sound every other beat or something like that. Um, Yeah. But in a general sense, I just like that. To me, it gives, like, a strong sense of, like, apprehension or, like, uh, uh, um like, suspense. Mm -hmm. Um, um, It's, like, it's, like, it's the the whole thing's a build, but you're just, like, waiting for, like, to see what the build is building towards. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it's, like, like, okay, where are we going? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm on the roller coaster, but are we going to drop? Are we loop-de-looping? It's, like, riding one of those roller coasters. In the dark? Yeah, Yeah. in the dark, where you can't see where you're going next. Yeah, like uh, 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 Runaway Mountain. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, 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 at Disney, they have uh, uh, the Aerosmith ones kind of like that. (laughs) (laughs) Except that they got road signs because you're on a highway, baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot Aerosmith had a fucking roller coaster. Yeah, I think it's Uh, called the Rockin' Roller Coaster. (laughs) Oh, boy. They're on their own roller coaster. When you now. walk in, it's a uh, it's when you walk in to get in the line, it's a uh, it's a life size uh, 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 Steven Tyler's mouth that you walk through. Yeah, um, and it's eight feet tall, so no one has any issues going through it. Yeah, um, to scale. <laughs> yeah, to scale. That's what I was looking for. When I was <laughs> um, so this uh, 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 grave digger only has. Eight monthly plays. Oh, shit. Uh, they are teeny tiny, and that's like some pretty good high production quality EDM shit. Yeah, hell so, yeah. So uh, I, I definitely think y'all should check them out. They've only got one album out, but it's pretty cool. Fuck yeah. Um, I listened to uh, uh, most of it just at varying points today, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I really like, they have this track called Consume. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> so, hell yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Once the police realized that Dexter had been a killer killer, they couldn't ignore that as the possible source of his own demise. The police have opened an investigation in which they're investigating perps who never faced prosecution and then disappeared. They followed several leads on folks who fit that criteria. Serial flasher D.B. Cooper... Known torturer, <laughs> Amelia Earhart. <laughs> Whoa, what? And the famous mobster, the Lindbergh Baby. 
I knew that baby was up to something. I knew his dad was a Nazi, and I knew he was up to something. (laughs) So far, the leads have come back dry, but the police think they're on the right track. Of course they do. You know, a killer killer like Dexter ain't even that bad. In a weird way, uh, well, it's almost like they're on our team. Yeah, so you know, you're a cop, yeah. So you know, a, uh, a killer 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 is pretty much the lowest of the low in my book. And a killer 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 is the highest of the high. What you, killer, 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 yeah, killer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the highest of the high. I do not, 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 not agree with you on that. (laughs) I didn't count. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. (laughs) The next unsolved mystery is this guy. (laughs) If you have any leads that can help us with this case, send unsolved mysteries an email with your tip. That's unsolved mysteries. You can email us at eardrunk at gmail.com. Plug. This brings us to our last song, Three Months Later, by October of 72. October of 72, they're a band from California, and they California. make- California. California. <laughs> um, and they make uh, uh, ambient music. It's mostly instrumental. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I, I, I really dig their tone in this song. Like, mm. uh, uh, it, it was just very cool to me. Um, it's hard to describe- specifically other than to say that i think the album art does a really good job of like capturing the vibe yeah <laughs> um it's like a hand drawing kind of minimalistic of a guy in a hoodie sitting on like a, a hilltop and some grass yeah. yeah and uh they got like their knees like pulled up kind of to their chest but not all the way you know yeah. sitting and thinking we call that half fetal half fetal yeah that's the name of my grindcore band. Um, <laughs> half- it's illegal here in Texas. <laughs> um, it's just like a, a foreboding thoughts on a summer night when you just want a clear head. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, kind of like a weird like building presence. Mm-hmm. They uh, uh, have a new EP out. So they, these guys only have seven monthly listeners. They're also a small band. And yeah. They've got a bunch of music out. But uh, nice. uh, they, they have a new EP out that came out this year. Um, and they have uh, a, a song on it called Adherence that I really dig um, and would recommend. Mm-hmm. It's off their EP, Let's Be Done With This. Um, but it's a super solid track. It's really interesting because, like I said, they're ambient. And this song very much felt like an emo or a hardcore or even like a stoner progression and build with a guitar most of the time with like big drums and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the song Adherence is like a very like synth-led song. It's got like a lot of synth pads and like synth leads and stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like a t- it's a very different like uh uh 
like tonal quality, but like the same vibe. And I really dug that. From what I heard from them, it's just that uh, it was just, like you were talking about that foreboding. Yeah. Like, it definitely really comes across. You and know? it's hard like, to describe that. That was why I kind of just pointed to the album cover. I was like, I don't, it's it's like, huh? Like, yeah. like whoa. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I, I really liked it a lot. It sounds like the moment in a movie when it's just like, everything's fucked. We gotta get it together. What is it, the all is lost moment? Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> there's that act two. Yeah, the dark part of the soul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's three months later by October of 72. Fuck yeah. Three months after this episode originally aired, with the help of tips sent in by viewers, a suspect has been charged as the killer, killer, killer. Ted Cruz is currently in custody. <laughs> And has been additionally charged with all the Zodiac murders. I thought it was going to be Wiley Coyote. <laughs> no, the dynamite was just something I wrote offhand. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, he has additionally been charged with all the Zodiac murders. Yeah. Uh, Miami police thanks you, the viewers, for the help. And that was uh, my playlist. <laughs> <laughs> great job, Marshall. Great playlist. Great, uh, you know, uh, 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 episode of Unsolved Mysteries. I couldn't solve it, <laughs> but I'm glad they did. Yeah, well, it's just good that uh, some of y'all out there, yeah, uh, knew, uh, figured out that Ted Cruz was the killer, killer, killer. Yeah, I mean, so. and uh, you know, he's also a, just a straight up killer. I yeah, mean, he, he just... was in San Francisco and he uh, uh, murdered all those people. As we all remember, we all know this is well documented. Uh, Ted Cruz is the. What's Zodiac your sign? I uh, um, <laughs> Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marshall, uh, it's time to get to my segment, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. This is gonna be one of those unsolved mysteries where it's pretty out there. Yeah. You know. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, you know, it's gonna be one of those where I don't know if we're gonna solve this one. You know, but maybe. Hey. You never that that's why we put it on here so that they can send tips. Yeah. <laughs> Eardrunk at gmail.com. Eardrunk at gmail.com. Space. Once thought to be an endless void of the abyss. Now with modern science, we know that it's an ever expanding cosmos. And if life exists here, well, surely it exists elsewhere. One woman knows that for sure. For on the night of October 13th, 1967, Nora Slansky met, my first song, <laughs> Two Little Men in a Saucer by Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> I know it's not a Christmas song. Yeah, but it's, like, but it's it's got it's just got that like cadence to it, and it's like it just supports my theory, my long-standing theory that Santa Claus is an alien. Yeah, and elves are aliens. Yeah, that makes sense. Reindeer are aliens. So yeah. anyway, I just I just yeah, it's, it got me, and I'm excited that uh, 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 it's it's almost October. 
because uh, that means uh, that means here in about a month, um, um, they're gonna start putting up all that Christmas shit everywhere. Yeah, got it. Uh, I'm not a big Christmas guy. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm I'm a big <laughs> Halloween guy. Yeah, me I, too. And I say we should start Halloween in July, right after July Fourth. That's when everything gets spooky. I think. If you're a goth, you can do that just all the time. Yeah, of course. But, you know, <laughs> you know, goths don't like the heat, and we live in Texas. Um, <laughs> Is that why you're not goth? Yeah. <laughs> if I had to wear black all the time in 110-degree weather, yeah, it would fucking suck, bro. I mean, tell me about it. It's basically what I do. My black heart goes oh. out to all the goths out there. <laughs> uh, all, all you Texas goths. <laughs> Yeehaw. Um, <laughs> no, I love this song because it fits into my... My, uh, my normal go-to thing where it's a normal sounding song about some weird shit, you know? <laughs> like, I feel this vibe every time I go to Oklahoma. You oh, know? hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, just like two little men in a saucer being like, God, fuck, this place is so fucking weird and hick. I fucking, we gotta get out of here. Get me back on the spaceship, yeah, the two, you know? The two men in the flying saucer is 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 their highway patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrics are hilarious. Uh-huh. I, I, I love how funny this is. Like, uh, if they think a horse is a star, think how dumb the people are. When you know? the dudes came in and started yeah. singing about, like, baseball. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and this honestly is probably a first-hand account of actual like alien encounters with our society of them just showing up and go this place is a dump these people are dumb as fuck let's get out of here you know <laughs> funny story though marshall i've heard this song like a long time ago before we actually started this show like when we were working on the show and before we reached out to jw francis dope ass dude uh, I was actually thinking about using the the horn part of the song as our like intro. Oh, really? Yeah, like I, I I just because I like the idea of oh like two little aliens and they're <laughs> flying saucer, and I was like, oh yeah, that kind of fits this vibe, you know? We're kind of out there, you know? We're kind of <laughs> just flying by, going like, look at this thing, you know? I'm uh, gonna probe it. <laughs> yeah, man, they stole so many cows for probes. Do you think the chupacabra is an alien? Uh, no, I think that's Darwinism. Oh, you think that's just evolution? That's yeah. just an animal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You think you think you think you you think evolution just made some real just like Richard Chase motherfuckers? Yeah, of course. Well, <laughs> evolution also made Richard Chase. That's, so. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Hey, I just got I just got scienced. Yeah. Um. You just got science real hard. Well, let me get back to this problematic statement. I I don't have anything problematic to say, but I just wanted to say problematic. Is it good? Is it? <laughs> I'm laughing. Ella Fitzgerald, I mean, she's she's a staple. She's an amazing artist. Um, I I mean, she has four million uh, you know, monthly listens, and she died way before Spotify came out. Mm-hmm. So that's impressive. Yeah. You know? Uh, you know, she is like like 200 plus albums <laughs> like just in terms of like you know some of them are like best ofs and other things yeah, like that yeah. but she just collabed with like so many people too like some of my favorite shit is her and uh louis armstrong together like they do some amazing work mm-hmm. together you probably know this song but dream a little dream is is an amazing wonderful song so if you love her voice and you actually haven't checked out Ella fitzgerald <laughs> i do recommend that song On a cold, windy night in Fort Wayne, Indiana, a mysterious blip showed up on the radar of the local Air Force Base. 
a curious sight should have caused alarm, but unfortunately the officer on duty was too busy. Here's Private Douglas to explain. You see, it was our uh, annual key party night. Uh, every year the men drop keys in a big bowl and we uh, <laughs> look at them. <laughs> Since there was no oversight that night, <laughs> it is believed that these alien visitors flew through Fort Wayne, Indiana, going unnoticed except one eyewitness who says she got a first-hand account of the mysterious spacecraft. Nora Slansky was a widowed woman of the age of 45 whose husband passed away from a peanut accident three years prior. <laughs> she was sweeping her porch at the hour of 8.30 when she noticed something hovering above her home. We interviewed her for more information 30 years later. <laughs> I'm so ready for this. <laughs> I was sweeping the porch as I always do to keep out the raccoons. When I looked up and I saw this strange floating disc. At first I thought it was the Harvest Festival, but it wasn't for another month. I thought about going over to the neighbors, but then I realized I was only wearing my next song. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Moo Moo by Annette Fanicello. My mama made me a blue moo moo, old-fashioned as can be. It's only made of cotton with ruffles on the bottom, but oh, how the boys follow me. Why do they whistle at my blue? Marshall, I figured out a lot of things about myself, you know. Oh? I have no idea why the fuck I like this song so much. <laughs> I mean, it's like a nice little jaunty tune. Like, I was bobbing yeah. my head that whole time. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's nice, for sure. Yeah, but, like, I don't know why I like it as much as I do. You yeah, know? I mean, I, I, I don't know how much you like it, but just based on what you're telling me now... It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I found it, I listened to it like several times in a row. And I was just like, man, this, I should stop this. This is unhealthy. I don't know what I'm doing to me. You know, the repercussions <laughs> on my brain, on my soul. I don't know. But I like, I, I love this song. Whole album. I think it's called Hawaiianette. It's just all Hawaiian themed bass. I thought you were going to say whole album bangers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> if you're into this, then yes. <laughs> but like she does this thing where she just has like whole albums that are just based off of like one country's st uh, style of music. <laughs> she has like an Italian net. It, like, because her name's Annette, so everything just ends in Annette. Italianette. Yeah, so like, uh, so it's like a bunch of Italian based music. Is this and one stuff Hawaiianette? Like yeah, Hawaiianette. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow, it is. <laughs> <laughs> 
but like I'm very confused by the subject matter of the song because it's like uh, she's like oh like her mom made her a blue moo moo yeah but then all the boys are either teasing her or they're going crazy for it and like I'm just very confused by that like I don't know you telling me you've never seen a 75 year old broad walk into the Waffle House <laughs> in a blue moo moo and you didn't have steam shooting out of your ears and your eyeballs popping out of your head like a cartoon character just going honk honk no I've never seen someone wear a moo moo outside of their home <laughs> So I can't understand what the reaction is actually is. To be is. fair, I, the reason I said a breakfast restaurant is because I know old people go there. Yes. I haven't seen a person in a muumuu outside of their home either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I she's figured like, that would be the place. Yeah, though. she's like, oh, how they tease me. It's like, yeah, keep that shit at home, you know? <laughs> Yeah, you're wearing pajamas out. Yeah, but then she's like, oh, they go crazy for it. And I was like, who fetishizes muumuus? Who, what, I mean, listen, it's a large world, and there's... She didn't say how old the boys were. (laughs) It could be like Rutherford, who's 40 uh, 40 years your senior. Oh, you men. (laughs) Let a woman live. (laughs) But uh, uh, Annette, uh, she's like an OG musketeer. Like, she's like one of the original musketeer. Or, sorry, uh, uh, she's an OG uh, mouseketeer. That makes more sense. Yeah, she's uh, (laughs) like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, Portos. Yeah, that's why I was like, what? D'Artagnan, Annette, <laughs> you know, the original Musketeers. She's Musketonette. Oh. Yeah, mus- <laughs> <laughs> She's one of the OG uh, Musketeers. Uh, like, I think, like, she got discovered, like, dancing in, like, some sort of ballet. And, like, Disney discovered her and then, like, immediately, like, fast-tracked her into, like, movies and, like, albums and other shit like that. Um, yeah, she she had a pretty successful career. Um, she, like, retired in the 70s, but, like, from what I gather in her bio, she would, like, kind of come back and do some things, you know, but, like, at a certain point, she just focused on her family and stuff like that. Uh, she has 73,000 monthly listens. Ah, nice. Yeah, she has, like, nine albums, and if you like this song, I would also recommend Pineapple Princess off the same album. <laughs> uh, but let's get back to our unsolved mystery, Marshall. Before Nora could go inside and get decent, the unthinkable happened. I didn't have a moment to think before there was a flash of light, and all I could hear was a low hum uh, that sounded like a broken-down tractor, (laughs) which I do admit gets me going. (laughs) Oh, Oh, what's her name, Nora? Yeah. Ooh, Nora. My next song (laughs) is called She Thinks My Tractor Beam is Sexy (laughs) by the Callous Dow Boys.
Beethoven would hate that. <laughs> but I would. love that shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Marshall. Oh, fuck, my back. Oh, man. It was too heavy. It was too heavy, Marshall. My back. Well, one thing I like in this song, and, and you hear it a lot in a lot of their music, they have that electric fiddle player that just makes that shrill fucking sound. And there's yeah. a part during the breakdown in this one where it just, like, that, like, digitalized fucking horror that comes out of the electric yeah. fiddle. It sounds like the Doom soundtrack. I was like, but a yeah. You know, it's just like, it's like super fucking shrill it's and just so unsettling. It's yeah. so cool. It's so unsettling, <laughs> and it just kind of like it's one of those things where it would be heavy enough, but then having the that that sound to it just like makes you go something is wrong. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it's almost Evil like a is like, about. Yeah, it's, it's it's almost like a primal instinct where you're yeah. just like I have to either fight or flight right now. Yeah. Give me the, whatever happens, I gotta fucking you know just kill it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but man, when those drums come in, like mm. that's just like when it's like shit has hit the fucking fan, you know. <laughs> and I just love how desperate his vocals are. Yeah, you know, it kind of reminds me a bit of like you know the Pepsi song and like Suicidal Tendency. You know, it's just <laughs> yeah. there's so much like just desperation to it, uh, institutionalized. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Just like it's, it's just, just like oh, it's so fucking good. <laughs> I mean, we've played him before on the uh, on the the show. We'll play, you know, we'll play him any fucking time the, the mood <laughs> strikes. But I'm just so glad to have him back, man. They're uh, they're at twenty seven thousand monthlies. They got four albums. Uh, if you dig this song, I also recommend Star Baby. Yeah, that song fucking rules. <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, uh, uh, let's get back though to the, to the mystery, to the tractor beam, the sexy, sexy tractor beam, the sexy ass tractor beam. <laughs> Nora was trapped in a beam of light, slowly moving upwards in the air. It was like when you jump into a pool, but in reverse. (laughs) What a stupid take, Nora. (laughs) Nora entered the strange craft, and what she saw next was something she could not imagine. There were two of them. They were gray, and their eyes were black as a starry night. The one on the right looked a little bit like Perry Como. <laughs> I thought they wanted to probe me, but instead they just wanted to... My next song <laughs> is Smoke Netflix Chill by Tank and the Bangas. Oh, Tank and the Bangas is good. Yeah. Come over. But nowadays I'm asleep, you know, show up. But you're only consistent, being inconsistent. Grow up. Do you want to smoke Netflix? That's so groovy, dude. Yeah, song about three things that I adore. Well, I mean, and Netflix is sort of just streaming service. I don't specifically <laughs> love Netflix and their practices, but 
The concept stands nonetheless, you know? Media. <laughs> like, or me, smoke media chill. Smoke media chill. Yeah, it doesn't have that ring to it, you know? So I get why they chose the name brand for it, you know? Uh, but I love those, like, DJ scratches and the, like, the keys are just so, like, nice. And with, like, also the kids that, like, kind of pop up in, like, certain, like, um, uh, emphasis of, like, lyrics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't know what it is about it but it just kind of makes me feel nostalgic in a way. Yeah. Maybe it's because it kind of invokes like 90s hip hop. That's and, what I was going to yeah. say is it's like it's super groovy but it does have those elements of like just 90s like hip hop and like the the, the R&B type of pop that was out uh, big at the time. Yeah. It still is big, but you know. And I love the tone of her voice, you know, cuz it's it's something that is so chill but also has a bit of attitude with it, which I like a lot. And I just think she does just a great job going from like singing to rapping Mm -hmm. you know it's it's very smooth in its transition you know sometimes with artists i feel like there's too far of a distinction between the two sure you know but for for her it just sounds so natural and it's beautiful you know it's it's Mm -hmm. super nice uh, they have 309,000 monthly listens. Uh, they have three albums out. I also recommend the song Nice Things off the same album. Uh, I believe it's called The Green Balloon. I, this is my first time actually like listening to them, uh, and I was super impressed. I liked a girl many, many years ago yeah. uh, who was into this band. Oh, and yeah. so And so I, I, I think it was when I lived in Denton. And so mm-hmm. um, I, knew, I knew of them, and I've listened to them before, but it's been a long time. And it's Hell like, yeah. oh, man, no, the... They groove, bro. Yeah, they, do. <laughs> they yeah. groove. Bro. Uh, off their newest album, they have a song with Big Frida, which is oh, fucking really? dope as hell. hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the otherworldly travelers showed Nora things never before, like hydroponic chronic <laughs> and strange things like Stranger Things season two. At first, I was nervous because I thought I'd soiled my muumu. <laughs> but then I realized it was just the smell of that sweet sticky icky these boys were rolling up. <laughs> Did this woman not watch Reefer Madness? <laughs> <laughs> they had this flat rectangle on the wall and they were showing things to me, things I'd never seen before, like a movie called The The Big Labrisky. <laughs> I think that's what they called it. <laughs> Things were going fine until they passed me this glass tube with water in it. <laughs> and they lit the other end on it with a with a with a with a with a lighter. I inhaled the smoke and I started to cough so hard that the glass tube slipped from my hands and it smashed on the floor. <gasps> they turned to me and they just said my last song, Party Foul by Dog Hands.
piano and synth and just all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, it's spacey as fuck. And that's when I found this song. Like, I found some other songs called Party Foul, but yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, Party Foul, you know. Uh, and then I heard this song and I was like, oh, this fits so perfectly for what I'm trying to illustrate, you know? I just love how the song opens. It has that auto-tune and that, like, that computer-esque voice with, mm-hmm. like, that slow piano that just sort of builds, you know? And it kind of reminds me of that Um What You Say song, you know? Like, how that <laughs> yeah. how that is just, like, mostly auto-tune vocals, and then uh, I think it's just all auto-tune vocals, you know? <laughs> uh, but this has something a little bit more to it where it's, like, building this track, and everything right. just starts getting laid down as like the foundation for what it later becomes. And there's layers and layers and layers yeah. to it by the time you get to the end. Yeah, there's uh, there's that warbly like high tone synth sound mm-hmm. that just makes it so sci-fi and futuristic but still sad, you know? Like there's still like the aspect of party foul like you fucked up. You fucked, <laughs> you up. fucked up. You fucked up so bad. We were having a party and you, you the, ref- the party referee came out <laughs> and he threw a flag and he said 10 yards back. 10 yards. You know? And like parties are usually in houses. Ten yards is pretty far in a it's house. Pretty, it's pretty. It's pretty far. Pretty far. I mean, you're in the 30 backyard. Feet. Thirty feet. Yeah, you're in the backyard now <laughs> with the dogs. <laughs> I love that piano solo too. <laughs> <laughs> Love that that sort of like solo that comes in the middle. It starts off as like a piano solo, then becomes a synth solo, then becomes all these other different things, but all very organically, which is super nice. And I feel like it just perfectly fits this story so well. I know I said that <laughs> earlier, but I just really want to emphasize how lucky I am to found this. Uh, so actually, I wish I could recommend you another song by them. But this is actually their first song that they've released on oh, Spotify. Really? Yeah, it's a, a new release. Uh, I read their bio, and it says that you know both of them are musicians. Uh, it's a, a two-person uh, crew. Uh, they've been uh, making music before, but now they're making this music together. And apparently this is a project they've been working on for years. Oh, and dope. so, yeah. So I'm I'm super excited for all the dope shit that they're going to be making. Uh, they got like 31 monthly listens right now, uh, which is great. But, you know, uh, obviously I'm just I'm super interested. Let's you build know? those numbers. Yeah. What, whatever you guys are selling, I'm buying right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 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 hyped for them. I, you know, wish them all the success in the world. Before Nora was able to say another word, the two creatures from outer space were shoving her out the hatch of their ship and back into the front lawn of her home. Allegedly, they immediately shot back into space, never to be seen again. (laughs) You know, I felt like it was a bit of an overreaction. (laughs) I didn't mean to smash their stuff. It was just my first time smoking weed from space. I was a lightweight. I felt really bad about it, so every night I leave out a box of Twinkies and a two-liter of Mountain Dew. (laughs) Most of the times, the raccoons get into it, but I hope one day they'll be back. (laughs) October 13th, 1967, would become a day that Nora would never forget. The following day, she would try to explain these things that she saw... The flying saucer, the tractor beam that made her horny, a creature with the features of Perry Como, (laughs) the dank herb, the big Lebowski, but no one believed her. But even after all these years of mockery, she refuses to move, awaiting the day 
for those two little men and their flying saucer to return. And that's the end of my playlist. Hell yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> Zach, I do have to say, yeah. uh, uh, fantastic playlist. Thank um, you. Great songs. Um, I think I figured out your mystery, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think they're aliens. <laughs> We now have an update. <laughs> I think those guys were aliens, Zach. I don't know. It's a good theory. We'll, we'll submit it to eardrunk at gmail.com and see what comes back. All okay, right? sounds good. Well, uh, Marshall, uh, I think before we get on out of here, I think we have one more segment to, to tie this thing up with a bow and, and head on out home into space. Uh, yeah, as we've discussed a couple of times this episode, uh, in the show Unsolved Mysteries, oftentimes they'll ask the viewers to like call in or email in with any tips yeah, sure. um, about the mysteries uh, addressed during the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking, hey, we've got like a platform here. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe uh, I could pose kind of the same thing to y'all. For some of the unsolved mysteries in my life. Yeah, it makes sense. You know? Um, so I'm just going to go over a couple of things that just, just I can't I can't seem to figure out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first one, uh, I'm not a morning person. Uh, I don't function well in the mornings. And yeah. uh, it's even worse if I don't get a full eight hours of sleep. I, I, I just turn into a big baby who's pissed off all day. Yeah. Um, pretty much every day I wake up before my alarm goes off. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it pisses me off. If anyone could fix that, I mean, uh, <laughs> anyone gets to solve why you wake up <laughs> yeah. before your alarm. Yeah, it's shitty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I do have another unsolved mystery here, though. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Zach, where's the beef? <laughs> Marshall Wendy's is like <laughs> a mile and a half from us. <laughs> Centerville. Centerville, yeah. <laughs> Boom, done. Yeah, I guess it's just past the McDonald's, huh? Yeah. You never no go. No beef there. No yeah. beef at the Mickey D's. It's all yoga mat. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, thank you. All right, we could click that one off the list. Yeah. Uh, 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 what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Yeah, I don't think we've cracked that one yet either. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually a good one. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right, Willie. Let us know. Uh, my fourth one. So this one's a little more serious. Uh, uh, um, yeah. So my buddies in high school, um, and this is dead serious. This is dead serious. Yeah. Uh, no, my no, buddies no. in high school, uh, yes. uh, they were driving on like a back road. It, like one of them had like some property. Uh, Eric was there. Okay. Um, you can ask Eric. He 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 will tell you this story. Um, and they all swear there was like six of them and they all swear that like while they were driving on this back road in the country, they were like blinded by a crazy bright light. Um, and it like filled their vision. And then like when like things were normal and they were driving again, like two hours had passed and they just like lost a bunch of time. Um, and it's super weird. Like, uh, uh, like I said, Eric has a way better version of the story cause he was there, but, but he'll tell you about it. Um, but the mystery of this one is why wasn't I invited? <laughs> it was like most of my best friends so <laughs> i've heard it from like four different people who i was pretty close with you know <laughs> so <laughs> Sorry, I know that one was serious, and you didn't want me to laugh. 
I just meant serious in that like 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 they will it they will swear happened, on that yeah. story happening. Like <laughs> And you can't. I can't. You went there. Yeah. <laughs> and I do have one more, uh one last kind of uh 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 this one's Ooh. a little more philosophical. Okay. <laughs> um but uh, uh Zach, what's up what's up with Bionicle? <laughs> if it's not Legos. What is it? <laughs> what's up, what's up with that? It's kind of weird. Uh. Can you do a Jerry Seinfeld with that, please? Uh, Bionicles. What's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> so, uh, George, the other day I'm at the toy store. I'm at Legoland, and I'm sitting here building a little figurine. Looks just like me. When all of a sudden this guy walks up, fucking orbs on his shoulders and a fire sword. What's up with that? You're telling me a man had a fire sword? <laughs> he was a fire sorter, George. A fire sorter. <laughs> that is the slap bass kiss that puts this episode to bed. <laughs> Folks, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We really appreciate you getting weird with us and hopefully solving a mystery with us, uh, <laughs> if you guys are so inclined. If you guys could do us a solid favor and uh, follow us on whatever platform you're listening to this on and uh, give us a review, five stars or more, that would really help us out with this pesky algorithm. Hey, algorithm, what are you doing? Come on! Come on! Come on. Come on. Put me at the front page of Reddit, you son of a bitch. I'm um, casting here. I'm, <laughs> I'm podcasting here. Uh, if you guys could also give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram, that would be super dope of you. We got some dope stuff coming up, and we'll keep you in the loop. Uh, also, like we've mentioned multiple times throughout this episode, <laughs> if you guys can solve any of these mysteries for us, or if you guys have playlist suggestions, or if you want to let us know something we fucked up, well, you guys can email us, eardrunk at gmail.com. We're waiting every day for the postman to come around to give us those sweet, sweet emails. We, yeah. uh, yeah, we're looking out the door like a couple of dogs, US just waiting for that postman. The USPS guy's really pissed off that we make him uh, uh, punch in like his password to the laptop yeah. and like, show us our emails. Yeah. But that's all we know how to do it. If you guys like any of these songs, you guys can check them out in the description of our episode. We'll have the playlist there. And you'll also find another guy. No mystery about it. He's an amazing man. And that's J.W. Francis. J.W. lets us use his song Lo-Fi off the album We Share a Similar Joy. It's a dope fucking song. He's a dope fucking dude. He's about to jump on another tour right now uh, with uh, Mustard Service. Uh, be sure to check that out. He's a great guy. And uh, another great guy is uh, Dane Volness. He... Uh, he made the graphic for our uh, crazy little show here, but he also has another venture that he's uh, working on right now, and that is his uh, card game Siegeborn Saga. If you guys have listened to this podcast before, uh, you guys will know that Marshall and I have uh, both <laughs> been playing this game a lot for the last uh, month or so. It's a great fucking game. He's about to start the Kickstarter for it, and uh, we are we are waiting to throw some cash at him, and we hope... That you throw some cash in as well. He's a he's worked so hard on this game. It's an amazing game to play. I'm super excited for for his success, and I can't wait for you guys to play this game. With all that being said, I am your host Zach Webb. 
And I'm two little gray men in a spaceship. And have a kick-ass day.